do I drink? Why do I do this to myself? Mm, I ask myself the same question. Oh my god, do you have to be so loud? I didn't think I was that loud. Okay, that doesn't mean whisper either. What do you want from me, Greg? Ibuprofen, if you have it. My head is fucking killing me. Yeah, mine too. I don't have any, unfortunately. Maybe Luke does? I've only been awake for seven minutes, but I can already tell this is a hangover for the books. Uh, I hope I don't throw up. I hope you don't either, Jack. Shit, now I just spoke it into existence. Okay. I don't hope I don't throw up. I, I mean, I hope I don't don't throw up. Don't I, don't hope no, I, I hope I, I don't. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You do? Yeah, it's been a while, but I'm still fluent in Jacklish. I just hope that the universe knows what I mean. I think there are bigger things the universe has to do than decide whether or not you vomit, Jack. Please, get yourself some water, and pour me a glass too, please. Right. I used to think what people said about hangovers in your 30s were a myth. Until I turned 30. Yeah, it's next level. When you're hungover in your 20s, your body nags you, but when you're hungover in your 30s, your body is screaming at you. <laughs> yeah. Stop drinking so much alcohol, you asshole. Do you know what water is? Give it to me! I'm thirsty! Well, I... I guess it, uh, technically it would be you're thirsty or we're thirsty. Well, either or. At least we had a good time, though. <laughs> yeah, we did. Until, you know, everything turned into a therapy session. Uh, let's not talk about it. We ended the night well, though. Jack, you busted your ass on the stairs in front of half the bar. I was wondering where that bruise came from. Well, you don't remember that? Thankfully not. Oh, I wish I got it on video. I so wanted to put that on my Instagram. Reunite it and it feels so good. Except for Jack's ass. <laughs> and making a gay bar the location for the photo would have been the cherry on top. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I need to do that now. Did you just get up? Uh, a little while ago, yeah. How do you feel? Great, why? Mm, I almost forgot about this. I know, he's so annoying. Listen, do not be mad at me because I never get hangovers. How, though? You literally had six Long Island iced teas and two shots of vodka, and you're 30 now. It's not my fault that I was blessed by the drinking gods. Was Miami really the only time that you've ever been hungover? There have been three other times. Uh, four, if you count the time I went out, woke up, threw up, and then went to my interview for Channel 4. But, yeah, that's it. I'm just a champion. Man, I sh really should throw up. Jack. I would feel better. Well... I felt bad after getting all of that off my chest last night. Look, can, can we not even talk about that? We already talked about it. Jack is depressed and feels like a failure. I feel trapped in my relationship. And you're too scared to love someone good for you. Look, not now. It's just too real. I just want to pretend like everything I said was because of the alcohol. I want to pretend like it didn't even happen. So you just want to keep bullshitting your way through life? Honestly, I agree with Greg. Bullshitting is way less painful. Maybe to the two of you, but not to me. Come on, Jack. You're the most emotional one out of all of us. What would make you say that? You cry at Disney movies. Well, I'm not a monster. You had a funeral for the ride in our old apartment. The steward had nobody but us. We were watching a commercial about animal shelters, and you ran to the nearest one as soon as it finished. We can't have dogs running around with only one eye. Anyways, like I said, you're a sensitive guy, so you have to agree with me. We had a real moment last night. We all dropped the facades, the pretenses, and we were honest with each other. Besides, you were the one who dropped the act first. I was just being my usual crazy self. Jack? Maybe Greg's right. Maybe we were just too drunk and saying whatever came out of our mouths, and we just need to forget it. All right. Hey, where are you going? 
giving us an opportunity for another moment. Oh, no, Luke, don't. There's another glass on the table. I'll take that one. Look, we cannot drink anymore. Why not? We're hungover. And you know what the best remedy for a hangover is? Alcohol. Here you go. Luke Brown, always the bad influence. No, Jackie, I think I'm being a good influence now. How so? Because you two are being complete chicken shits. Too scared to own up to your shit. And you know what? I've been doing the same thing. I've been scared to own my shit, too. I don't even know what my shit is the majority of the time. I spend so much time telling myself that I'm awesome, that things are great, that I don't even know if they are. Like, am I actually great, or am I having another one of my delusions of grandeur? Do I even know who the hell I am? Now, naturally, I can't say any of this to anyone else because I have to convince the world every day that I'm the shit. I have to be the fun, cocky version of Luke that seems like he's on top of the world. But you guys know me better than that. If I can't talk about this shit with you, who can I talk about it with? A therapist? Maybe. That's not the point, asshole. You two are my best friends. And you've got to know that you can talk about all of your shit with me, too. Yeah, you're right. It's good to know how much we mean to you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's not get too sappy. Just drink. I have to load you two up with alcohol to get you to cut the bullshit. That's what I'm going to do. Salute. Oh, has this sunset tequila? Yes, sir. I hate this shit. I hate myself. See? There we go. Well, it's not good that you hate yourself. I mean, there we go as in we're being honest again. I don't know if it's hating myself, though. Maybe I just hate my life. So, what can you do to change your life? I can work on my new novel. I've wanted to for weeks, but I've been procrastinating and procrastinating. That's a good plan. Where are you going? To get my laptop. Oh, you're doing it now? Yeah, I think I feel inspiration coming on. You don't want to ignore it when it does. Who knows when it'll come back again. Um, alright, just as long as we won't be a distraction. Oh, no, I'm just doing some editing. Plus, I finished one chapter when a fight broke out at Starbucks once. I got great concentration. A fight? At Starbucks? Yeah, this uh, corporate guy took the wrong drink. It was this hipster's, and he called the guy in a suit a cocksucking sellout. And then one thing led to another, and they were on the ground, MMA style. <laughs> anyway, I'll be back in a second. <laughs> he always keeps things interesting, doesn't he? Uh, I kind of resent what you said earlier. What did I say? That I was too scared to love anyone. I didn't say anyone. Because this whole thing with Clifford is not even a big deal, alright? Alright. I was just in a mood. Was I off base, though? What do you mean? You do have a tendency to push people away. People who are good to you. You're not the best at relationships sometimes, and I'm not just talking about dating. So, what are you talking about? You? All right, we are ready. So, Jack, what can you do to stop hating yourself? I'm doing it. Okay, but when the writing process is over, how can you really give yourself the edge and make sure that people read your work, that they want to publish it? I don't know. I, th I think that what she said last night was right. Maybe I should look into self-publishing. Initiative. Good. So, would you want me to maybe give you a shout-out on the news or something? You can do that? Of course I can. Everyone in New York will want to buy your work once Channel 4 promotes it. <laughs> well, that's realistic. I didn't ask for a side dish of sarcasm, okay? You think it's that easy? I think it'd give him the boost he needs in terms of promotion and getting his name out there. Hey, maybe we can even do an interview with you. That would be awesome. Because your producers are just going to let you interview some random, unknown writer. Hey, random? No offense, Jack. I can convince him. I'm very convincing. So thanks for your two cents, Negative Ned, to keep it in your pocket. Well, I'm only trying to help. You know I've always had to keep the two of you grounded. Oh, okay. Here we go. Wait, what? 
Greg, you didn't raise us for fuck's sake. You act like you changed our diapers and drove us to daycare. But I didn't say that. But it's always this judgmental bullshit with you. Judgmental? Me? (laughs) 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 Yes, you judge Judy. I'm talking to you. Like I said, I'm a realist. Well, realistically speaking, there's no good reason why Jack can't publish his novel and make it a success. Plenty of writers do every day. Why not him? Thank you, Luke. Jack, you know I believe in you. Yeah, I know. I just think you need a solid game plan before you attempt to do this. People don't just become successful through self-publishing overnight. Well, let's hear more about the novel then. Like, what's the whole message of it and everything? It's called Resentments and Resolutions, as you already know. Right, right. And the protagonist, Sammy, is a young mother and a wife who's been diagnosed with colon cancer. And while she's going through her treatments, she goes back to visit her family, her very dysfunctional family, who she's estranged from. She feels like she needs to find peace with them because she doesn't know how long she has, but uh, it's not easy to do it. So it's about a lot of things. It's about family and how you can't change them and what you do when a situation becomes too dysfunctional, too toxic. It's about mortality. It's about forgiveness. You know, this sounds like some heavy shit. I can see you affecting a lot of people with this. Thanks. Mm, So what page are you on? Page 20. 20? Yeah. How long have you been working on it again? Uh, Since March. So, it's taken you four months to get to page 20. You know me. I'm a perfectionist. I want to make sure the first several pages were just right. Those first pages are what makes the first impression... Look, 20 pages is an accomplishment. Some writers can't even finish their first. Yeah, it took me two and a half years to finish Uphill Battle, so it's not going to be overnight. Right. Shit. What? It took me two and a half years to finish Uphill Battle. I know, we heard you. What if this novel takes just as long? If not longer... Fuck, I need another drink. Okay, cowboy, we're really day drinking now. No, I'm day panicking. What's new? Greg, you want another? Well, I... Yeah, you do. I'm gonna spend the rest of my life doing this and not going anywhere. I'm pathetic. Jack, focus, okay? What were you trying to edit? I wanted to change some details in this paragraph. Uh, what is the paragraph? Let me see. I, I added this description of what she was wearing that day, and I'm not sure if it's too much. As Sammy approached her childhood home in her tight black leggings and a gray sweatshirt, which was one size too big, she immediately felt like the adult who was alienated from this place and the little girl who feared going back. Is Sammy hot? She sounds hot. That's all you got from that? Well, I'm skimming this paragraph and you make it sound like a bad bitch. Like her summer sweat accumulated underneath her breasts and she thought back to the time that she got her first bra and remembered how uncomfortable it was. It never stopped being uncomfortable. And with all the time she had been spending in the hospital, she wished she had gotten a breast reduction. So, she's got huge tits? That's just how I saw her in my head. Damn, Jack, were you typing this with one hand? (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Guess there wasn't enough lotion for you to finish this chapter, huh? She has cancer, Luke. Show some respect. Uh, Just simmer down, please, you two. I need to concentrate, and you're distracting me. I thought you said we wouldn't distract you. I say a lot of things, Greg. Well, speaking of hot women, Victoria is switching out from demon me to texting me. No, no, no. See, the way that sentence should have gone is, speaking of hot women... Lee is the only woman I'm ever going to meet. Is she, though? Luke! Uh, Come on. I'm just saying, I've been doing this monogamy thing for three years now, and I don't think I can keep doing it anymore. You can, all right? 
You're not gonna message Victoria again. You're not gonna see her or talk to her. I'm not, even though she just texted me. Why are you now hell-bent on ruining things with Leah? She's throwing your birthday dinner party tomorrow. She is? You already knew that, Jack. I did? You said you were making the salad. Right, right. It's fine, we'll get it from the back of the grocery store like we always do. I don't know why she's trying to act fancy. I don't know why she's doing it at all. I don't even know why she's with you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You don't deserve a good girl. You deserve trash like Victoria. Well, tell me what you really think. Well, it's true, Luke. I cannot believe that you're considering cheating on her. This is such a pattern for you, like that one time with Amy, and oh, who can forget Penelope? I forgot about Penelope. Who the fuck is Penelope? You said that you wanted to be with her, and only her, and then you went on a date with another girl the next night and slept with her. Oh, yeah. But Penelope broke up with me. After she found out! Why are you getting so mad, Greg? Yeah, this is a serious distraction. I might just go into the other room. I'm getting so mad because I care about you, and I want you to grow the fuck up. Don't carry on with this behavior, Luke. You thought it was cool during your 20s. But that was just a way for you to feel better about yourself because of all the attention you got from all these different women. Maybe you got away with that bullshit back then, but it's going to become sad if you continue doing it. Pathetic, even. Wow. And that's what you think of me. That's what I think of you when you keep texting Victoria. I may ask her to come over. What? Luke. In fact, I may have already asked her to come over. What the fuck? I need to see if I'm out of condoms or not. Give me your phone. Why? Do you need to make the call? Give me your phone, asshole. You're not going to do this to me. You're not going to make me look yet another woman you're dating in the face and act like everything's fine when I know that you're banging somebody else. Give me the phone. Ooh, so you're like mad, mad. Well, that's it. What are you doing? I, I said give it to me. Note to self, include a fight over a cell phone in here. Maybe over the family dinner. Maybe it's a fight over food. Dumplings, perhaps? Nah, who likes dumplings? Who even eats dumplings? Ah, uh, chicken leg. That's it. No. I'm going to text Victoria back as you, and... Where are the texts? Did you delete them? There are no texts to delete. What? I haven't been texting Victoria. Or demon her. What do you mean? I lied. Ironic, huh? All this talk about not bullshitting and I'm probably the biggest culprit. Why? I don't know. One half of my fucked up brain did it because I wanted to sound like I still had options. Like I wasn't some sucker getting tied down to one woman for the rest of his life. But you said you wanted to marry Leah, is that true? I mean, that's true, I do. I'm going to surprise her with a trip to Barbados tomorrow for Labor Day. That's when I want to propose, and that will give me enough time to get a ring. So, the issue is what? I don't know if I'm going to do it. I don't know if I even believe myself. I, I can't believe how I've ended up. I guess I still want to feel like I'm Luke Brown, who can go out and get any girl he wants. But the truth is that Victoria and I haven't talked in a while. She blocked me about five months ago. You tried to talk to her then? Yep. She wanted nothing to do with me. Told me herself she was blocking me. Well, what about the other half of your fucked up brain? I wanted to see what you really thought about me and Leah. I wanted you to be real with me. Somehow, I knew you thought she was too good for me, and I figured that if you thought I was back to my old ways, you'd say it. I, I don't think that. Mm, I wasn't talking about you, Jackie. I was talking about this guy over here. <clears throat> well, I need another drink. I do too, actually. I drink a lot when I write. God, I'm a cliche. So I don't deserve a good woman, huh? I deserve trash? Why? Because I'm trash? Do not take it there. You lied to me. Made me think you were cheating. That's what you've always thought of me, isn't it? Well, you don't have the best track record with women. Like you do. The first and last time I was with a woman 
was when I was 16 and lost my virginity, and I cried afterwards, so no, I don't. You know what I mean, asshole. Like you haven't had your share of random sex with dudes left and right. <laughs> at least I never cheated on them. And at least I've made things work with Leah. At least I finally found someone unlike you. So, let's drink some more, please, for the love of God. Cheers. You know what? I think I will have another. Luke, I'm sorry for what I said. No, maybe I wanted you to say it. Maybe it's what I think of myself. I'm sorry, too. You know, there's plenty of men who would love to be with you. Thanks. Yeah. One of them should be coming by any minute. What? Who? Yeah. That's who actually texted me earlier, not Victoria. His day is free, thankfully, and he said he would love to see you. Oh, matchmaker, matchmaker. <laughs> Luke, who is it? Luke? Are you going to answer it? No, I want to build suspense. Knock again. I said knock again. Greg Williams, say hello to bachelor number one, and the only bachelor you'll see today, unless you decide to get on Grindr later and meet a guy, but tell us you're going to go see a movie. Oh, his usual trick. He's five foot eleven, give or take a few inches, because I don't know his actual height. He's athletic and makes a mean martini. Please welcome Elijah. <laughs> I feel like there should be a studio audience applauding me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> welcome to my home of abode, Elijah. Uh, you remember Jack, right? And of course, Greg. Hi. Hey, uh, you want a drink? Uh, uh no, I, I, I don't think so. I have to work later today, and I try not to drink before I get on the clock. <laughs> mm, okay, one drink it is. Oh, shit, our bottle's almost empty. I'm gonna open the rum. It's in the kitchen. Uh, you like rum? Rum and soda? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I love not being the bartender for once. So, it's, it's good to see you again. Thanks. He's such a nice guy. He was talking to me, idiot. But... Same to you, Jack. <laughs> You're a nice guy, too. You tipped me really well. Well, I believe in being generous. Hey, I have a quick question. If you have colon cancer and you were a young mother and a wife and you were going to see your fucked up family, would you pack one suitcase or two? Uh, um... It's uh, just for the weekend, but the devil's in the details. Uh, uh, one, I guess? <laughs> I thought the same thing. Sammy's low maintenance. <laughs> He's, uh... Hard at work on his writing over there. Oh, oh that's cool. Uh, my ex-boyfriend was a writer. Does your ex-boyfriend work in finance? Uh, I work in finance. <laughs> oh, okay. But I'm not saying that I'm the ex-boyfriend. No, I'm saying it. Would, would you excuse us for a second, Elijah? Sure. What the hell are you doing? Hey, what you said last night, it didn't matter, right? About Clifford? So you should have no problem getting with Elijah. Look, can you stop with the puppet master shit? Look, the only one who's going to be pulling your strings is that guy over there. That is if you're still willing to be Mr. Robot and not get real. You are so... Hey, Jack, why don't we take your little writing party to the next room? Give these fellas some alone time. Well, I've gotten so comfortable Jack. here. Jack. All right, fine, but I cannot keep switching workspaces. It messes with my head. Uh, so I would say you have a nice place, but uh, it's uh, not your place. Right. No, it still applies, though. Yeah, Luke does well for himself. Uh, I imagine you do as well. Mm, well, you know. Where do you live again? The Upper West Side. <laughs> yeah, so you definitely do well for yourself. <laughs> uh, I didn't know I was so funny. <laughs> no, no, you're not. What? <laughs> oh, sorry, I... 
I just think I'm nervous or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> nervous? Why? A hot guy like you? Uh, can you just stop with that, please? I see you can't take compliments well. Look, compliments annoy me when they're from a guy who's interested in me. Oh. Why is that? I just think he's trying to get on my good side. Uh, trying to let, get my guard down. And I think, well, what does he want from me? Are you are you asking me that? Yeah, I guess I am. Your company, and that's what I want from you. So, sex with me never crossed your mind? Uh, well, it, it has. Yes. Has it crossed your mind? With you? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Uh, but I've spent a lot of time in the past two days thinking about an, another guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's better than me. He has a better job. And, and that makes him better than me? Well, you are a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't take offense. Uh, too late. Look, I was just kidding. No. No, you, you weren't. I do want a guy that I can have a future with, though. No offense. You know, why do you keep saying no offense? Like saying that is just a magical command that won't make me get offended at your pretentious bullshit. My pretentious bullshit? Yeah, I know your type. And what's my type? Ah, uh, the stuck-up guy. You know, the kind of gay guy who looks his nose down at someone else just because, you know, they have a certain job or wear certain clothes or hang out with certain people. Oh, I'm definitely not going to look down on you for hanging out with certain people. I mean, <laughs> look who I hang out with. Hey, I heard that. Look, I... Do just think that I need a guy who's doing more with his life than slinging drinks. Sorry. Oh, well, y you put your work life first, right? You know, look how that turned out. Now, you have no one. How do you know that? Luke gave me your backstory. That fucking asshole. Well, at least I have drive. No, you, you can't keep saying that, Craig. All right, you don't know who I am. You don't know what drives me, and how, or why. <laughs> how do you ever meet guys with this kind of attitude? Look, I, I'm sorry, but I can't just throw myself into a situation with a guy like this. Maybe I have too much of a checklist. Maybe I'm too judgmental. I don't know. And I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah. Nor do you want to. Yeah, I... I, I need to get home. Sales. What? That's my future. Sales. I'm just working as a bartender while I move up. You know, <laughs> I'd say I'd call you and I'm making enough money for you, but uh, I don't think you're worth my time. Man, you really blew it. There was nothing to blow. There was, but you dumbass messed it up. Oh, and he left a full drink. Shame. Oh, and thanks for telling him all about me, Luke. He wanted to know. I'm telling you, he liked you. Well, I like Clifford. See, there it is. Part two of the confession. I need another drink. Jack, you've chugged, like... How many have you chugged? How many have you chugged? <laughs> <laughs> You're both a mess. <laughs> you know, stop acting like it's so much better than us. It's tired and it's false. You only do that so you can hold petty shit over our heads like Dishgate. Do not go there. We still can't talk about this game. Greg, how are you the adult here when you've never been able to find a guy? And we do not count Justin because that was just a long-term situationship. So, you're not sorry for what you said earlier. 
I'm just saying. I'm just repeating your words. What you said at the bar was right. All this talk about Clifford, and you probably find a way to fuck that up because you don't know how to be with someone. Like just now with Elijah, that was a completely casual situation, and you still found a way to fuck it up. Oh, fuck you. I'm focused on my career. We know. At least I have a career. What the hell did you say? Nothing. Because I do have a career. (laughs) Having a career is not just about what pays the bills. Especially when you're working in a field with a tough success rate. I work. I worked on my last novel and I finished it. And it's great. And I'm going to work on this novel and finish it. And it'll be great too. And what I don't need is your negativity. Look, Jack. You are very talented. But? I hear a but. Maybe it's time to hang it up. Who knows when things are going to take off? Do you really want to be a struggling writer into your 30s? Oh, Jesus, shut up. I'm so sick of hearing about my 30s. <laughs> I'm so sick of talking about it. I've been 30 for less than a year, and I'm already sick of this fucking decade. I'm sick of feeling like I need to be in, be in a certain place, have a certain kind of success, or a certain relationship. Who decides this, huh? Who, who makes these decisions? Who says... That if you don't have this and this and that by the time you're 30, that you're a fucking loser. Well, not me. Now, I'm not saying that. And I would appreciate it if my best friend would avoid suggesting that as well. I'm sorry, Jack. No. You know what, Greg? You're never sorry. (laughs) You can't be sorry if you always think you're right. You're full of shit is what you are. (laughs) At least I'm living out my truth. At least I'm not a coward like you. That's why you never did what you said you would back in college. That's why you never changed your major. Oh, here we go again. The horse is dead. Put down the stick. No, I won't. We were going to be English majors together. I changed mine from business to English and endured the wrath of my mother because of it. But you, you were too chicken shit to do it. And you used to write such amazing poetry. You could have been a great writer. We, we could have been writers together. We could have even wrote a book together. We used to say that we would. But no. Instead, you took the safe route. Because I didn't want to be in school for another two years. <laughs> no, because you're a coward and the shit of a chicken. And you have the nerve to look down on me because I'm doing exactly what you wish you were doing. What you, what you don't have the courage to do. I don't care what's happening or not happening. I'm on the right path. And everything's gonna work out. Oh my god! Oh my god, no! Jorge! Jorge, are you okay? Jackie, why are you speaking to your laptop and why is he Hispanic? He's named after Jorge Luis Borges, Luke. I'm not following. He's a writer and a poet. Just get me a towel, please. Oh, I hope we can save him. It's all on your flash drive, though, right? Yeah, but I can't afford another computer right now. I, I need to write. I, I need to keep writing. I, I'm not going to be able to breathe if I don't. Things are too hard for me right now, and, and this is my one refuge. Listen, Jack, I didn't mean to sound harsh before. Well, you did. Here you go, Jack. Thanks. Oh, great. It's just beat up Greg Day. Maybe if you weren't so fucking selfish, we wouldn't have reason to beat you up. Uh, selfish? How am I selfish? Do you want to run down the list of all the things I've done for you two? We know. We get it. Tattoo it on your goddamn forehead already. Come on, Jorge. You gotta work for me. And you want to talk about helping your friends? What about when my dad died? Did you fucking help me then? What? 
Of course I did. No, you dropped off the face of the earth, Greg. We were already drifting apart somewhat by then, but my dad died. That's the time you were supposed to come through, and my dad loved you. He treated you like a son, and for you to just ghost me... Ghost you? I came to the funeral! That was in December, months ago. How many times did I hear from you since then? I know you don't understand how human emotions work, Greg, but when someone dies, especially someone major in your life, like your father, your grief doesn't just end when the funeral's over. Hell, I woke up today and felt it. You know, I ended up waking up early like I always do on Saturdays now, and I thought about last year when you surprised me with concert tickets for my birthday, and I got so sad that I didn't want to get out of bed for a few hours. I just stared at the wall and felt fucking empty, alone. The only reason I got out of bed was because you two were here. Luke, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I dropped the ball. You know I love Roger, too. We just haven't been as close, and a part of me didn't know how to reach out to you because of that. But I never want you to think... it. You know I care about you. Do I know that? Listen, Luke, I know that Greg has his flaws, but it's not like you can't be selfish, too. Excuse me? Don't get mad, I'm just saying. Well, everybody's fucking selfish to you, Jack, because you're too busy playing the victim all the time. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the goddamn violinist that follows you everywhere you go. Like, give it a rest, dude. I'm mad at Greg for not being there when my dad passed, but you feel like a victim when someone doesn't text you back in less than an hour. So that's what you think of me? I just said it, didn't I? You know, you two have always been such bullies. When have I ever bullied you? Alright, guys. I'm the one always encouraging you, applauding you, sticking up for you when he takes a shit all over you, making you feel better when you're sad because he didn't call you on your birthday. Jack, you said you didn't care. But fuck all of that, right? You don't have to appreciate any of that at all because I'm such a mean bully. Well, I got your bully. You fucking asshole. Jorge's definitely dead now. Jorge deserved to die. Fuck you! Guys, stop it! This is insane! No, you know what's insane? Expecting certain friendships to last forever. Nothing lasts forever. Wait, what are you saying? I'm saying that maybe this whole little reunion of ours this weekend was a mistake. Maybe this drifting apart between us has been what we needed. You don't mean that. I don't know what I mean. All I know is that I want you both out of my apartment right now. And don't come to my birthday dinner tomorrow. But I'm staying here. And your parents will always welcome you back to their place with open arms. Oh, you are feeling evil today. No, I'm feeling hurt. Get the fuck out, both of you.